you're about to enter the world of Strawberry Ice and the Ice Cave. Let's go! Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. It helps if I turn the camera on so you can see me. <laughs> Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Iceman Jeff Trunapole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the streaking Cincinnati Red Toad. Won five, count them five in a row. That is awesome. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,236 subscribers. That is awesome. Let's keep it rolling. Let's try to get to 10,000, 2,000, 100,000. Just keep going, 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 going. Now, as always, uh, in the YouTube channel, we had the Super Chats going. So if you guys like to support what I'm doing, uh, it's only exclusively in the YouTube uh, channel. And I actually prefer you guys to watch it on the YouTube channel so it gets me more views and subscribers and stuff like that but you can go there and you can make a donation to the channel and help me out and support what i'm doing here and like i said it's only in the uh youtube channel so as you see the title of it, i kind of changed it from when i did the live or my video earlier today because i just found out a bengal since that bengal had been arrested eh, it's not that i mean it i don't it's not that big of a deal really to be honest because um Oh, it's not coming up. Why isn't it not coming up on the screen? Oh, that's weird. All right, hold on. There we go. <laughs> Freaking computers. All right. Uh, Bengals rookie Darius Hodge was arrested 
for charges of assault in 2019. Now, like I said, since that Bengals rookie, Darius Hodge was arrested on July 4th in Wake Forest, North Carolina. Charges streaming from or stemming from an alleged assault, assaulting a man in 2019. The news comes from WRAL.com, which says the arrest pertains to an incident in which Hodges allegedly hit the man multiple times. Now, he's one of six undrafted free agents by the Bengals. The Bengals announced after the drafts concluded, he played three years at Marshall, totaling 15 and a half sacks and 20 and a half tackles. Now, this is the important part for Bengals fans. Since the arrest pertains to an event that allegedly, now we always have to remember, allegedly, you know, we're innocent until proven guilty, happened in 2019. Hodge won't be subject to the NFL personal conduct policy over the arrest. But if he runs into further trouble, then it will fall, follow under, fall under the microscope. So there's the Bengals news. Bengal got arrested, which I don't, like, I, we don't even know if it's true. So I wouldn't worry about it that much. Plus, not a whole lot that can uh, happen to him right now anyway. So that's why I kind of changed the title of what we had earlier today because I just found that out and I thought it was kind of interesting. I don't think it's going to be anything um, worth even mentioning any more than just, just that. It's just Bengals news. And I'm, I know you guys are starving for Bengals news and so am I. So there you go. All right, let's get to the chat here real quick. You guys are blowing it up already. I love it. Let's see here. <laughs> Jaden, I hope Mrs. Ice can see the Tampa Bay Lightning win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, they got to do it uh, tomorrow night because, yep, they lost last night. So we'll see uh, what's going on. Who day, Marvin? Jaden, who day? What's up? Josh, what's going on? And like Jeremy says, hey, Jeremy is actually getting a comment on the show, my boy. Hopefully he'll be able to join the show sometime here in the next couple weeks. But yes, thanks God he's a practice player. So that's not a big, not not a big, big thing. Yeah, Josh, you like that way to start off the show with bad news? <laughs> well, I hit you with the bad news. Then we can get into the good news, you know. And the good news is the Reds have won five in a row. Count them five in a row. And they are so much fun to watch. It's a comeback win again last night. It all started in the seventh inning when uh, Nick Cassianos and Gino went deep in the seventh inning to take the lead. It was a pitching performance before that. Now, Gutierrez, I think he's been a godsend. He has been a great, now, I, tell you what, I want to say a great pitcher, a very, very good pitcher for the Reds. He Every time he has taken the mound, the Reds have a shot to win. And that's really all you can ask for of your starting pitchers, that they give you a chance to win. And he has done it every single time. He went six innings, only gave up one run. Like I said, Mike uh, Miner, the Royals pitcher, he was matching them. It was, you know, one-run game up until the seventh inning. And then Nick Cassiatis, who – is there a guy that is is has a bigger presence in, in the big moments and they don't scare him? You know, the Nick Castellanos, he is just so calm, cool, and collected when it comes to getting it done when the Reds need it. And how great was it to see Gino actually get a really good swing on the ball? I mean, maybe those couple days off helped him. All right, let's get back to the chat for a 
get some more red stuff. Tim, what's up? Hi, Jeff. I think the Reds will make it six in a row tonight. I'm with you, brother. I hope so. I mean, you got Luis Castellanos, Luis Castillo on tonight. So that's a good, uh, that's a good indication. And he's been pitching. Uh, he looks like the old Luis, you know? So there's a very good chance that the Reds could win, make it six in a row tonight. And the good thing is, too, the Boozers lost last night. They lost two in a row. So we gained the game. So we're only six out. Jaden Suarez hit an absolute moonshot last night. Yes, and I actually have a, a quote from Gino on that moonshot. And this is from uh, Gino last night. He says, I haven't felt like that, or I haven't felt that way in a long time. But definitely, that was one of the best swings this year. It made me feel like I still have it. I just have to believe and do it. It looked like that felt good to him. It looked like, like a, I don't know, weight came off his, shoulder, off his shoulder. Like, ah, finally, that's the way it's supposed to be. And look, I call David Bell the mad scientist, but I really haven't called him that this year because I think he's done an actually pretty good job managing, to be honest. I mean, I I, I think he's done a really good job. Now, you got to give David Bell credit because last year, remember last year, Vado struggled and struggled and struggled, and they sat him for like, what, three games, four games? And then Vado took off down the stretch, and that helped. He sat Gino for a couple games. Ever since he sat Gino, he's had hits in four consecutive games that he's been in. Two of those have been game or go-ahead hits. He had one against the Cubs over the weekend that ended up being the game-winning hit, and then last night's home run, again, ended up being the game-winning hit. So you got to give credit where credit is due, and and – I've said this, I don't know how many times this year. I Hopefully this means Gino's back. We'll see. It's a a good stretch where he's actually making contact and he's playing good baseball. And it looks like, like I said, he just looks different at the plate. He looks more calm, more collected, more, you know, like he's not just trying to hit the ball, the cover off the ball. And the good thing now too is when we were winning at the you know first two months of the season, the two big guns was Castellanos and Winker. Now, Winker's kind of cooled off a little bit. I really do think this all-star thing has really gotten gotten to him. And uh, I don't think he's in the lineup tonight. But, which I'll bring that up here in a second. There you go. But my point is, yeah, he's not in. Um, Castellanos is uh, DH and who's playing left field? Uh, Aquino's playing left field. So, so give him Dwink a night off, which I think he needs it. But I'm going to get back to what my, my point here before I lose track of what I was saying. The beginning of the season, it was Winker and Cassianos that were the two big guns. Gino and Vado were not doing anything. Now, Vado's, we know he's he's on a roll. And he's starting to hit. If if this is a sign or start of Gino, and Nick Cassianos has been consistent all year, and you get Wink going, whoo, our offense is going to be even better than it has been. Because we haven't had all four of those guys hitting at the same time. And we're very, very close to that happening. So get back to the lineup here. So you got uh now this is always subject to change, but this was on the Reds Twitter. India's back at second, Stevenson's catching DH Cassianos, Vado's at first, Gino's at third, left field left field, Aristides Aquino, Tyler Naquin is in right field, Kyle Farmer's shortstop, and Shogo gets a start in center field and Luis. Castillo is your starting pitcher. So, all right, let me get back into the comments here, guys, because I know you guys are blowing it up 
Uh, who day? Hey, ah, Roy F. York. Who day from Nashville? Who day from Nashville, brother? Welcome to the show. I appreciate it. Amy Gilbert, how you doing? I don't. I think you might be new. I don't remember you on the show before, but hey, welcome to the show. And who day? You are from uh, Fairborn, Ohio. Awesome. Do me a favor if you're watching on Facebook, and if this is the first time you ever see my show, please go to the YouTube channel and subscribe there. I would greatly appreciate it. it just helps my numbers. It helps me. Get going. Josh, who day from Florida? I know you're from Florida. <laughs> All right. Who else we got here? This is kind of cool. All right. Uh, Shannon, who day from? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to mess that up. Hamridge, Hamridge, Tennessee. Did I say that right? I think I am. I think I did. Steve Logan, what's up? What's up? Who day? Who day? Everybody, what's going on? Crown, what's up? Let's see here. Iceman, you must. You must have your red sunglasses on. <laughs> actually, they're over there. Uh, uh, one of these days, I actually shave my sunglasses. I got, I got orange ones and I got red ones, and I just got regular black ones. Jaden, who day from Michigan? What's up, brother? Uh, that's cool, everybody. Everybody, who day from all over the world? I well, not really the world, the this country. I haven't, I haven't got anybody from Ireland or anything yet. But which, which I have had that before. I've had, ha, have had people from Ireland get on the show so let's get into tonight's pitching matchup like I said we got Luis Castillo he's three and ten with a 505 ERA versus I'm gonna mess his name up Chris Bubik B-U-B-I-C Bubik I think he's uh two and two and four with a 499 ERA so I say it's a win um I'm still waiting for, well, if you guys actually, if you remember yesterday's show, I said it's about time for this offense to explode. And last night they had an inning like that, you know, because the Cubs series, it was a lot of one-run games, two-to-one, three-to-two, you know. They're very close games. And we haven't had a big offensive explosion where we just have one inning where we bat around. We had it last night. Nick Castellanos, Cablastos, he started it and he also ended it. But – that was a good sign because, look, the Cubs were on, excuse me, the Scrubs, that's a new name for them there, the Scrubs are sliding, so we swept them. The Royals are sliding. We need to sweep them, you know? They, to, to get back into this thing, which they're in it, they're six games out. They need to sweep the Royals. I would love to sweep the Royals and then go in and win two out of three in Milwaukee against the Boozers. And like I said, if we can do that, we're going to be at least, at least within four games, maybe three, hopefully that would be awesome. And that would get the Reds back into it. And like I said, I keep banging the table and say, we need bullpen help. The Reds are getting bullpen help. It's coming soon. Michael Lorenzen's going to come back. Hoffman's coming back. And Santion, I'm pretty sure when his 10 days are up down in the minor leagues, they're going to bring him back up. So those are three guys that I know are going to be up here either right before the All-Star break or after it. Now, they said Lorenzen could be back by this weekend, which would be a huge, a huge help, especially if he's the Michael Lorenzen uh, that we all know. Uh, we got some more people checking in. James. Who day from Knoxville, Tennessee? What's up? I've been through Knoxville many, many times. Very, very, very cool city. 
All right, Shannon, the Reds won three to one, three, 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 one run games versus the Cubs. Yes. Yeah, they, yeah, they were all uh, very close uh, versus the Cubs. And that's why I was kind of saying yesterday that we might have an offensive explosion against the Royals because we haven't had one. And this team, you know, they don't go very long without having one of those innings. And last night they did. So that was cool. Uh, how far are we out from the wild card? That's a very good question. I can look that up right now. We are closer, I think, to the division than we are the wild card standings. Let's see here. Wild card. Uh, let me glasses here. Uh, da, 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 okay. Okay. Wild card. All right. The leaders are the Mets. Okay. Central's Milwaukee, obviously. Okay. So. Oh yeah, those are only okay. So it's the Dodgers, uh, Padres, and then us. That's not a good sign, you know. So most likely, one of those teams will get the wild card. I don't see us. Uh, they're both at fifty wins. The Dodgers are at fifty-three wins. Padres are at fifty wins. We're at forty-four. You know, I think we got a better shot of winning our division. Like I said, we're only six out. We're seven. We're in the last ten games. We're seven-three. Milwaukee is. Eight and two in the last 10 games. So my opinion by looking at this right now, just go off the top of my head, I think we got a better shot of winning the division than we do the wild card because it's going to be really hard to beat the Dodgers or the Padres. They are very, very good. And we got to jump both of them to even get into the wild card. So, all right, Shannon. I thought it was a four-game series against Milwaukee. It is. Didn't I say three out of four? Isn't that what I said? Maybe I... Maybe I said it wrong, but yeah, it's it's a four game series. Let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, where is else? Uh, yeah, one. Yeah, it's four game series. Yeah, if I yeah, we need to win three out of four. If I said two out of three, that's my bad, my fault. But yes, it's a four game series, Shannon. You are you are correct, Jaden. No West teams are on fire right now. No, they're not. But <laughs> they have a lot bigger. They've won a lot more games than we have. So, you know, the the games out would be, let's see here. Well, it says we're four and a half out of the wild card is what it says. So that's closer. But I just have a hard time believing that we can jump over the one of them. And actually, the one of the West teams is, is hot. The Dodgers are 9-1 in their last 10 games. So, yeah, they're pretty hot. So and they got the and they got the Giants who are fifty three and thirty one. So I mean, all every team in the West has got over fifty wins. That right there, why well, I think it's going to be really hard for the Reds, no matter how close we are, to get the wild card. Just, just my opinion. So let's see here, uh, Josh. The West is dominating. Yeah, and that's the thing. If you look at, I think uh, Joe Luckup um, tweeted this out. I wish I I wish I had copied it, but if you look at the Reds' record versus the the West and everybody else, we're well over five hundred against everybody else except the West teams, and that also includes Arizona. <laughs> so I've said I said this at the beginning of the year: the Reds don't do very good when they go out west, and it's more pronounced this year than ever. You know, and the part that drives me nuts, and I've said this before on the show. The games against San Diego, 
if we had if our bullpen was pitching like it is now, we would have won more of those games than just one. We could have won th- at least three of them. So that's where the bullpen has kind of hurt us. Let's see here, Jade. It's just the Padres and the Dodgers. Well, how many wild cards do they get? I thought I only get two, don't they? Or am I wrong? See, with everything that happened last year with the playoff and they switched it all up, I don't exactly know how many wild. I thought there's only two wild card teams. That's what I thought. Maybe I'm wrong, Jaden. You can you can let me know. Let's see here. The NL West looks like the NL Central last year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, let's see here. Josh need to keep rolling. Turn six into seven straight. Yes. I, the thing is too. Once they get off this winning streak because it's going to end eventually hopefully not for you know six or seven games they oh, total but once they get off of that they need to jump back on the horse again and that's one thing that they've done when they they haven't done this year when they've won on these long winning streaks you know let's go back to the beginning of the year they won seven out of the gate or six and sorry six and one out of the gate and then they proceeded to lose seven in a row and then what two weeks ago they went on another streak they won seven in a row and then I don't know, like I said, that was the week I was on vacation, so I don't know how many they lost in those 10 games, but it was a lot. They lost more than they won. That's the thing where if this team is, once they get done with the streak, no matter how close they are or whatever, they've got to jump back on the horse. They can't go and lo- you know lose two out of three series. You know They got to keep winning series. They got to keep this momentum and this consistency. And that's been, to me, honestly, that's been the biggest problem with this team is we're so up and down. We are have not been very cons- consistent enough to win. We're a very streaky team. Like I said, we won uh, five in a row. We've had uh, winning streaks of six and seven in a row. And we also had a seven-game losing streak. That's been the longest of the whole season. And I'm not really telling you guys anything you don't know. I mean, we're all intelligent baseball fans here. I mean, it's not rocket science what I'm saying. But for the Reds to – stay where they're at because when they won seven in a row before one on vacation, they were two games out. That's how close they were. And then it just slowly went back down and went back down to seven games or eight games. Actually, now they're at six. So once this streak ends, which I hope it doesn't end for a while, you gotta, you gotta get consistent and you gotta just win series. It's not about winning 10 in a row. It's about winning two out of three series, you know, you know, winning, the series that's that's the consistent part you need to just consistently win series because last year when they made the run at the end of the season i think they won seven consecutive series and that's what got them into the playoffs that is what consistency is it's not streaks it's streaks of winning series so that's what the reds have to concentrate on after this streak is over which like i said hopefully it's not over anytime soon anytime soon all right, Jaden, I'm pretty sure the postseason is back to normal. If anybody out there can let me know uh, how many wild card teams they have, I thought there was only two. I, I thought, and I, I know they've added some the last couple of years. And like I said, I've I've gotten so confused of what it was last year and then what it was before that. I mean, it's something I have would have to look up. I don't know off the top of my head. And since I'm on the air, I can't look it up. Oh, here you go, Jaden. You got to. So there's only one. Wild card game. Well, there's one wild card game. That's a, a, a one game series. They've had that for the last couple of years. And then 
because there's I think that's why I think there's two wild cards. Then that because there's a team that, that just is a wild card, a higher wild card. I'll make it three that win it. Oh, geez, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> there is a wild card play in game. I know that. So, anyway, I see you, Shannon. What do you got here? Lost at least half of those. Which ones are you talking about? Probably the ones with the bullpens. I mean, you mean against the West? I'm assuming that's what you're talking about, Shannon. Got to win two or three. Worst case, two and four. Or two and two in four-game series. Yeah, worst case, two and two. But for me, I'll put it to you this way, Shannon. Yes, I got what you're talking about. Yeah, the gets, gets the West, yes. Well, I'll put it to you this way. For momentum's sake, and, and yes, if they go and they split it, that's it is what it is. For momentum's sake, I want them to hopefully sweep the Royals and win the series against the Boozers. Momentum's sake going into the All-Star break is going to be huge. Because right after that, which I'm going to – we're on this roll, and then we're going to All-Star break. It's like, ah, you got a chance of breaking momentum. But you want good momentum going into the All-Star break. And then you roll back out of the All-Star break, and you have the Boozers again. So like I was saying yesterday, this stretch from before the All-Star break to after the All-Star break is huge for the Reds. I mean, if they can win these series, they could be in first place you know, after the All-Star break. I mean, it le- le- legitly could be. So that's why they're so big. You believe they can? I believe they can too. I, I mean, th- especially the way the pitching staff. And then I gotta give it, give it to 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 DJ, the pitching coach. He like last night they were talking about it in on the show, on the on the broadcast on TV. Sean Doolittle, I thought was done. To be honest, now he 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 did pitch awesome, but he pitched good enough. And that's the thing that does scare me about this bullpen. No, nobody in there is pitching awesome. They're pitching good enough. But Sean Doolittle has made an adjustment. He's finally throwing breaking balls, and that breaking ball is getting the 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 hitters their timing off his fastball. And because he only throws like ninety three, which I mean ninety three is fast. I can't throw it ninety three, but you know a really good fastball is ninety six to ninety nine. So he's at 93, 94 miles an hour. So if he can consistently throw more breaking balls and gets the hitters timing off of his fastball, that's how he's been more effective here lately. And I think DJ finally got him to believe that or whatever, you know? So I, <laughs> DJ is really earning his money. As I think the highest paid pitcher coach in baseball, I, I think he is. And he's earning his money with his bullpen. But the bullpen, I don't know about you guys, the bullpen still scares me. I mean, every time somebody comes out, they've done really good here last these last you know 10, 10 days or whatever. But I'm still nervous as crap. There's nobody that's coming out of the bullpen. I'm like, oh, it's over, you know. <laughs> so I'm still nervous about that. And I got a feeling it's gonna be like that. Well, if Michael Lorenzen could come back and be Michael Lorenzen and Santiago could pitch like he did. As a starter, and because I really think Santiago, I could see him more as a reliever than a, a starter. I think him coming at a shorter amount of you know innings, he can give more effort with his fastball, and he's a big dude. I got a feeling he's going to be a very good fit out of the bullpen. I don't know. We'll see. That's just my own own opinion. Hoffman, I don't know what to think about him. 
he was an okay pitcher. So I'm not like, yeah, he's coming back. So I'm more excited about uh, Tony Santion coming back up and also Michael Lorenzen. And hopefully sometimes soon, um, TJ Anton and Sims will be back. That will be. So if we get those guys back and they could pitch like they were, that would make me feel a whole hell of a lot better about this bullpen than the guys we have in there right now. Because don't, don't get me wrong. The guys we have in there right now are doing a very good job. I, I don't know about you guys. I don't think any of them are doing a great job, but they're getting the job done. And what scares me is eventually I think they might not, you know, like go, they might go back the other way where they weren't getting the job done. So we'll see. We'll see what, what happens here. All right, James, what do you got here? Okay, just looked it up. Five teams from each league make it. Three divisions, leaders, and two wild cards. Okay, I was right. Yeah, two wild cards. Okay, that's what I thought. So that's what I'm saying. So then, yeah, I don't think you got the Dodgers. I think the two wild cards are going to come out of the West. I'm sorry. The West is the best division. And I think the Giants, right now the Giants are leading, and the Dodgers and and the Padres are in the wild card. So those three, I think, are going to make it. One of them's going to win the division, and the other two are going to get the wild card. Now I know we're only four and a half out of the wild card. Now we got got a whole you know second half of the baseball season to go. So who knows? But me personally, I think we have a better shot of winning the division than we do the um, wild card. All right, hang on a second here. You guys are killing it here. I love it. I love when you guys are blowing my channel up. This is so much fun. All right. The best of bullpen has looked. Yes. Yes, Shannon, you are correct. This is the best of bullpen has looked all year, but it's still shaky. <laughs> you know? I mean, just it's still shaky. I mean, you can't tell me that you're like, all oh, right, this guy's coming in. Doolittle's coming in. He's going to slam the door. It, it, they have looked great. I mean, I, I hate saying great because – to me, great. Okay. I always compare every bullpen, a great bullpen to the Nasty Boys. That was a great bullpen. You know, in 1990, that's a great bullpen. I don't consider this bullpen a great bullpen. They are pitching the best they've pitched all year. It's still scary. If that makes sense. All right. Let's see here. Chris, that one. Let's see here. What's up, man? Keep those brooms out. Let's go, Reds. Exactly. I, I, I like where your head's at. Let's keep those brooms out and let's. Hopefully get another sweep. Josh, really looking forward to seeing Lorenzo back. Me too, buddy. And hope he's back to four. That's what I'm saying. And that's what I said. I was saying this, that hopefully Lorenzo comes back and he's he's Michael Lorenzen. You know, he's not hurt Michael Lorenzen. He's Michael Lorenzen. Because if he can come in, if he comes in and he's the Michael Lorenzen of old, to me, he's your quote-unquote closer, or however they want to do it. Now, he, he that's the guy I want to come in like TJ Anton has done all year until he got hurt in the crucial situations, which the crucial situation could be seventh inning. It could be ninth inning. We don't have that guy right now. We've had guys step up and do good. We don't have that. We had that guy at Anton and Sims. Like Anton and Sims was a pretty good one-two punch. So, like I said, I would love to find out when they're coming back. Uh, Shannon really agree with me. 100. Uh, yeah. About the West. Yeah. I think the, the, unfortunately the West is the best division in baseball. I mean, they just are. And the, the wild card is coming out of there. 
Uh, let's see here. Sam, Lorenzen would be a solid add, or excuse me, would add solid depth. We've seen him. We've seen him off offer good pitch. Yeah, we've seen him pitch good often. Yes, yes, and and that's the thing is hopefully he's coming back and he's healthy. And they say there's a chance that he he could be back by this weekend, and that's against the Boozers. That would be a a huge thing for us. Are you hearing any trade target rumors? Not for the Reds. Not really. I mean, <clears throat> you got the closer from thing is some of the teams that would trade guys that would help the Reds are in our own division. You know, you got the, the closer for the Pirates, Ramirez. You also got the closer for the Cubs. Um, Oh, my goodness. I can't think of his name. But you, you guys know what I'm talking about. But I don't see the Cubs or the Pirates trading us. And and just say Alejo Lopez is the guy that that they would want. I don't really see the Reds trading the Pirates or the Cubs, Alejo Lopez, and he can come back to bite them for the next 10 years. So unfortunately, I've seen I've heard trade rumors for good relievers, but they're ones in our own division. So I don't know if they're gonna if, I don't see that happening. I mean, well, I see the Rockies got uh a reliever they could possibly could get. It just depends on what they want. And right now, put it this way. The first thing they're going to say is they want Hunter Green or Nicola Dolo. That's not happening. And you can pick from the other guys. So we'll see what happens. But I really haven't seen heard any trade rumors pertaining to the Reds, either trading people away or trading for somebody. Which right now, I think we're trading for somebody if they if they do anything. Uh, Jake, what's up, Jake? He said, do you think the Reds can catch up to the Brewers. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And that's what I'm saying right here, Jake, in the legs. And I said this yesterday. We got a four-game series coming up here after after the uh, after the uh, Royals. We got four games. Let me see here. Four games with Milwaukee. And then after before the All-Star break. And then we got three-game series after that. If you could sweep the Royals and you win both series with Milwaukee, yeah, they can be in first place. And then we go to New York and then we go to St. Louis and then Chicago comes here. So Kansas City is going to be the easiest game team we play here in the next, the rest of this month. So sweeping them would be huge. And yes, to answer your question, yes, I totally wholeheartedly believe we can catch the uh, Boozers. Wow. All right. I got to try to read this name. <laughs> and you're on YouTube. I appreciate it. Uh, the Positive University Project, David G. Okay. We'll just go with David. How you doing, David? Welcome to the show. All right. Do little. Does little to calm my nerves. Yes. <laughs> Dude, like, well, it's not even do little, brother. It's all of them. Even Henry and, and, and Brad, Brad Brock has been pitching I think the best out of the bullpen, to be honest. But still with him, I'm still none of them. And I'll, I'll probably be like that all year. You know, none of the guys we have in the bullpen right now, I'll be like, all right, game's over. You know, Doolittle's coming in. Game's over. Brad Brock's coming in. None of them will be like that. So we'll see. Sean, what's up? No faith in bullpen since Nasty Boys. Well, the 95 team, no, I've, I've, I didn't say that. I just said that's a great bullpen. I mean, we've had other, we've had 
good bullpens. Hell, we had a good bullpen last year. We had a really good bullpen last year. If you would have kept some of the guys, I mean, how good would we be? How nice would it be to have Iglesias and Archie Bradley right now? Just to have kept them. Yeah, and we had Chapman. So I mean, we've had good bullpens. I'm just comparing. Look, when the Nasty Boys, when I was 15 years old, dude, you got back then. Pitchers would pitch to the seventh inning. Sorry, pitcher gets you to the seventh inning. It was over. That year, it was over. <laughs> Charlton, Dibble, Myers come in and slam the door. It was over. Now, now, 2020, pitchers only pitch five or six innings. Then they pitched at least to the seventh. Kind of consistent. Kind of consistently. All right, I see Crown. What's up, brother? I hope lose. Losing to Arizona doesn't cost the Reds. Those are some bad losses, man. They were some bad, dumb losses that we shouldn't have lost. I mean, that's the problem with this team. And now those, I can't blame those losses on the bullpen. That we just stunk. You know, we went to Arizona and we stunk. You know, I don't know why. Yep, you're right. Jeff Brantley, the Cowboy back in the day, he was, that was, that was a 95 team. And we had, uh, who else do we have in that bullpen? We had a really good bullpen that year, too. I always had a great start, starting staff. Oh, we had uh, John, uh, not Johnny Cueto. Oh, my goodness. What was his name? Johnny and Hector. Johnny and Hector. What? Oh, man. They were two set of guys for him. Man, I cannot remember their name. He's a skinny dude. Anyway, the, uh, John, what was his name? He was Johnny. Every time you hear Johnny, I think of Johnny Cueto, but he was Johnny before Johnny Cueto. Anyway, that was in the 95 bullpen, too. I, I can't remember. All right, Dave. Like I said, we're going with Dave. <laughs> just messing, just messing with Doolittle reminds me of Doolittle too, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, I Doolittle has been a good pitcher in the past. I'm ninety nine percent sure he was the Nationals' closer for a couple years. So, or he was at least a big part. Other bullpen, especially um, what was it two years ago when they they won the World Series, and that's the thing too is you don't have they were like in I think they were a wild card team. As long as you get in the playoffs, you never know what's going to happen. Now, I just said I don't think the Reds going to win the wild card, which I don't because I don't I don't think they could get past San Diego or the Dodgers or the Giants, whoever is in there. So I think the Reds need to concentrate on getting the Central. Now let's. Been on for a half hour here. I, I showed it earlier. Let me show if you guys haven't seen it. Now, this is it's always subject to change because I know I put the batting order up yesterday and it was different than the one they actually went with. But this is the one that they had on Twitter. And like I said, you got Jonathan India, he's back. Tyler Stevenson, the Castellanos, DH, and Vado, Gino. Aristini Zakito, the Punisher, Tyler Nyquin, Kyle Farmer, and Shogo Akiyama. I hope we can get Shogo going. I really like Shogo Akiyama. I'm happy he gets gets a start, and it'd be nice to see him getting going. Um, but we'll see what happens. Because I mean, the thing is too, Aquino's the Punisher's hitting the ball. I mean, he hit a triple last night. That helps potential trade value. That he's showing he needs to show what happened, what he did two years ago in 2019 wasn't a fluke. I mean, he's not going to hit that many home runs in a month 
you know, consistently. But he needs to show that he can consistently be a good major baseball hitter. Same thing with Shogo. If they can somehow prove that, then maybe some teams might be interested in trading for one of them so we can get some bullpen help. But we'll see. No, Brad, no. Any word on Moose's back? No. And I just, I saw somebody tweeted out a picture of him and he's still in his boot. So it's not looking good. I don't know when Moose is coming back. I really don't. And the thing is, not that I don't want Moose back. I don't want Gino at shortstop. <laughs> even though he, you know, I think he, hey, well, he was at shortstop for like the beginning of the game last night, I think. Oh, there you go, Foxy. You coming through. That was it. Johnny Ruffin and Hector Carrasco. Yes. That's who I was thinking about. Yes. Good job, my man, Foxy. There you go. That's my, I love my listeners. See, they can always help me out when I can't remember their names. But yes, Hector Carrasco and Johnny Ruffin were the, basically the setup guys for uh, Jeff Brantley in, in 95. And, and I, that, to me, was as close as the Reds had to the Nasty Boys since the Nasty Boys. You know, Hector Carrasco was a lefty. Johnny Ruffin was a righty. They had Brantley to slam the door. So that, that, was, that was a really good bullpen. You know, and then we had Chapman. We all, we all missed Chapman. Chapman was awesome. So they have had some really good bullpens, you know, in the past. But this one right now is pitching as good as it can. So, all right, let's see. Let's get to tonight's game. And then I think I'm going to get the heck on out of here. Uh, tonight's game, we got Luis Castillo, who's 3-10 and 10 with a 5.05 ERA, versus Chris Bubik. I think that's how you say his name. B-U-B-I-C. He's 2-1 and one with a 4.99 ERA. Sounds like a win to me. I think the Reds go for six in a row tonight. We will find out tomorrow night. Mrs. Ice will be watching the Stanley Cup Finals because that is back on the Well, that is if the, the storm, hurricane, whatever's coming, lets them play the, uh, the game because there's some pretty big storms going to Florida. So I don't know if the game is going to happen. Or not tomorrow night. We'll find out. But I know she will be glued to the TV. And I'll be watching the Reds game. probably Unless we go to a bar again. I'll be watching the Reds game down here. And flip back and forth between that and the hockey game. All right. Let's get to the Facebook groups. That let me live stream. And I invite you guys all to join them if you have not joined them. They're all great Facebook sports groups. Uh, first one is Hooday Nation. A great Bengals group. I appreciate all those guys on there, Josh, Tommy, the Queen. All you guys helped me out on my show. You got Bengals Nation, Mike Kyle, his na- his group. You guys can join his group. You got Bengals Who Day Nation. Since that Bengals the Jungle, the Bearcat Country. It's not the Bearcat Country. It's Bearcat Country. Like I said, Bearcat football is going to be fun this year. So if you want to join a really cool Bearcat group, check out Bearcat Country because it's going to be a lot of fun in there. Get a lot of cool different information about the Bearcats and the football team, what's going on with the basketball team. So make sure you check it out. They got Cincinnati Reds riding third and heading for home, one of my favorite Reds groups. They let me live stream there. And like I said, we were having a lot of fun in there with the Reds winning. I will keep it, we'll keep it rolling tonight. And for all the Buckeye fans, you got big Ohio State Bucknuts. You guys can check that one out. You got the ice bar, which is oh, that's my show page. Just show up, virtual bar, hang out. Have a beer, 
talk sports. We do silly memes, silly TikToks. We have fun like that. And then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. I'm on Twitter. The Twitter handle is Jeff A. Trenopol. That's T-R-E-N-N-E-P-O-H-L. Also on TikTok, at Iceman90. But you can find all of those under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'll be pulling a sound off later on tonight, put it on the podcast. So if you have not subscribed to the podcast, please subscribe to the podcast. It's on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, uh, BeanPod, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, you like, you share, because not everybody can watch the show. You can listen to me. Or if you like it so much that you enjoyed listening to or watching it today and you want to listen to it tomorrow while you're at work, then by all means, go for it and download the podcast. And give me a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. YouTubers, my people, the original ones, I am at 1,236 subscribers. That is awesome. As always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. That is awesome. Hopefully, Jeremy Dean, I know everybody misses him. He's going through some stuff right now. So just keep Jeremy in your prayers. He's got a lot of stuff going on right now. He will be back on the show sometime soon. I don't know when, you don't know when, but soon, not now, but soon, Jeremy D will be back. But in the words of Jeremy, these nuts, Dimebag Dean would say, ready, all together now, remember one thing and one thing only, and that is, you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? Come on, Reds, let's go for six in a row. And that's just sports, baby. See ya!